This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Say my name. And here we go. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Realish. I'm Derek. Hey, guys. What's going on? I'm Matt. Yes, and uh, Bianca is not with us today. Uh, she's um, she's under the weather today, so we, uh, you know, we just want to send Bianca uh, well wishes and can't wait for her to come back. Um, but uh, before we get into everything, uh, this episode is being brought to you guys by Champ Number One Boxers, uh, the most comfortable boxers you will ever wear. Uh, please go ahead and check them out. Uh, you can go through the link in our bio on all social media platforms uh, to to to, uh, to make your purchase. By doing that, you subscribe. You um, you actually uh, support two black-owned businesses. So uh, please go ahead and get something for the champion your life, as well as uh, check out all OTS uh, uh, content uh, under the platform. Go to the website otsmediaco.com. Uh, check us out on all social media platforms at otsmediaco as well as uh, YouTube, OTS Media. Uh, if you have not done so yet, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell every time we upload. Uh, and, and uh, you know, you'll, you'll be helping us, you know, get some stuff going on with, with the algorithm, you know. That's, that's the biggest fight uh, today is, is the algorithm and, and, and COVID, I guess. So. <laughs> so those are the biggest fights we have in, in 2022. Monkeypox too, apparently. Oh yeah, monkey. Oh, I forgot about monkeypox. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not around people like that, so I don't even. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm so good. Yeah, I'm so good. Sanitize. <laughs> Just bought some more sanitizer this morning. Yeah. Oh man, but what's been going on, bro? Man, nothing much. It's, it's good to see you. Right? It's yeah. Been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, we've recorded. Um, yeah. I know we've obviously kept in touch outside of the podcast and stuff, but yeah. it's obviously good to get back into swinging things again. Most definitely. Most um, definitely. Yeah, so actually, I don't think we, we haven't asked this question in a while, but uh, what have you been watching? Whew. I'm glad you asked that because I uh, I thought about that too. Um, well, we talked about doing it for, for a review, but nah, not doing it. Watch Prey and... Uh, that new movie on Netflix with uh, Jamie Foxx, Day Shift. Watch both of those. Um, <sighs> Prey was cool. I, see, I'm not into the into the that whole series, so I'm not. I, I didn't really care about it too much. But I thought I thought the action sequences were were pretty good. It's just it was kind. Of, it was it was predictable. The movie was predictable. But I didn't expect for her to. And if you haven't watched Prey, please fast forward this part. Um, I'll give you a little time to do that. But uh I didn't expect for her to well, I didn't expect for uh for um I didn't expect for him to get caught in a quicksand. I you know what's interesting though? I thought about that. Where has quicksand gone? <laughs> did you did did that hit you when you were watching this? Oh, when uh when Naru was when he was caught, the thing where like Naru was like a, a kind of like the quick, yeah, yeah. Um, Does quicksand exist anymore? I, I don't know. I feel like that's a that's an underutilized like element in most yeah. movies. But I don't. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we 
I don't think we grew up in in places where quicksand was a thing. Oh no, 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 clay down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was that, but that was that was my biggest thought. Of that whole movie was like, does quicksand still exist? Outside <laughs> of that, the movie was like, it was cool. It wasn't like something I, I needed to, you know, write home about. Right. You know, the day shift was a little subpar. You know, I didn't really think much of 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 either of those films. I know Prey was the highest rating of the whole series, right? The, yeah, uh, that, and I think the most popular Hulu movie. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's cool. I'm assuming they're gonna come out with another one because of the yeah. success. So I don't know where you go from here, but uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I never watched the original Predator movie, so yeah, yeah, uh, me, I didn't really care. What much. What I appreciated about the film was it, it wasn't so like persistent on explaining away everything about mm-hmm. the universe. Mm-hmm. Like everything just felt like its own self-contained story that obviously connects. I'm assuming connects back uh, to the original franchise. Yeah. Um, because it is easily very easy to just spend like one of those movies where like every five seconds you have someone like somehow a person like there's a huge myth about the predators like you know they mm-hmm. existed back in you know in BC time and ever mm-hmm. since then, they've conquered the world and they went extinct. And now yeah. they've returned to yeah. take over humanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just like how we saw the predator come to Earth, started slaughtering a bunch of animals and people. Uh, yeah. You know, so yeah, it was just a like I said, it was a it was an act, a fun action movie. You know, yeah. I, I don't look back regretting I watched it, but is it something I'll revisit again? Probably not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not watching. I'm, I'm not watching either one of those movies again. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I think seeing Snoop Dogg in the movie was probably the most interesting thing I've seen in a while. Um, that's sure what your thoughts were about his it was, appearance. <laughs> it was cool. I liked his hat trick. You know? Yeah. Um, see, I liked, I liked him better in Training Day. I, this was like this was okay. Train train day. He really like he went. He got in his bag with that one. Like no, was, wait, Snoop Dogg wasn't training day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was he really? Oh, I didn't know that. I think that was training day. Yeah. Um, he was uh in a wheelchair. I forgot. I forgot what his part was. I think that was training day. Um, but I mean, he did a good job in that. Outside of that, I'm, I I can't say. I can't say. I've, wait, 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 wait. See, I didn't watch Soul Plane. That and I think he started in a few of those uh, scary movies. Yeah, I didn't. I don't like scary movies. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm not. I'm not into it like that. Like I, I watched him, but I'm you know, like this was just okay. This was this was okay. It was a good performance from him, you know. But yeah, the movie yeah. itself was just okay. I, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't big on it. it just it didn't matter to me. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think you know both me and you are sort of tired of you know giving subpar reviews or yeah, yeah. you know sort of having something negative to say about what we watch all the time. Yeah. Um, it gets very draining. It does. It does. But the counter to that is I've actually been watching a little something called Game of Thrones. Uh, I watched, got into it. I watched the first four seasons. I finished the fourth season yesterday, actually. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. So what, what are your thoughts on it so far? So what I'll say is um, 
it's probably among the worst writing I ever heard. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, yeah, I can definitely see why this is helmed as like one of the best television shows of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the performances, set design, costumes, um, script writing for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. I think it a show like Game of Thrones it is almost impossible to accomplish when you don't have the right writers or should be impossible to accomplish when you don't have the right writers on board mm-hmm. because how, with how many storylines they're juggling around yeah you know it, it, it i'm pretty sure it, like i'm trying to find a way to, to say this but like i can't imagine what it's like to speak to the actors and be like hey um just so you know you're not going to show up for an entire season <laughs> uh you'll be back in season four yeah yeah um and yeah. Sometimes storylines, like there are many storylines, like Brand's storyline, for example. Uh, sorry, I'm going all over the place. No, but no, no. Brand's storyline, so. I think, is <laughs> so uninteresting because I don't know what it's leading to. Like his storyline feels so detached from everything else. Mm-hmm. Arya's is literally Arya's storyline to this point has literally been her roaming around with two separate people. <laughs> and then it only it took her until season four to finally make her way towards Bravos mm-hmm. for whatnot to meet up with uh like the faceless man. Yes. Or yes, okay, you're at that part. And then Yeah, so those are my two least interesting storylines. Sansa storyline, I, I sort of like I put close to what I liked. I don't like seeing characters suffer, but be like seeing her obviously go through her own like struggles, mm. you know, tormented by Joffrey. Um, and obviously being helmed as the daughter of a traitor mm. isn't exactly, you know, uh, very good. Yeah. And to see her finally escape King's Landing after Joffrey's death, which I found to be the most satisfying scene in that entire show. Was that not amazing? I, I, I literally, I, I, like I said, I don't go around parading people's deaths, but mm. that, like, when I saw him get poisoned, I said, thank God. Like, yeah literally yeah like, and the best part too is because this is obviously game of Thrones covers a lot of themes mm-hmm. and one of them is very like obviously they cover this theme of, of misogyny right because women are often treated lesser to their to their counterparts and more often than not you have a lot of characters say that you know dying to poison is basically like almost like a woman's way of going out which is, is totally illogical yeah so in many ways it is more not only did Joffrey died his own wedding, but he died in a way, like in the most embarrassing way possible. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because like mm-hmm. I said, like men viewed themselves as as mostly superior to mm-hmm. women, and mm-hmm. the idea that he died in that way in front of everyone, yeah, is probably the best fate I've ever seen a character like ever seen a character be given. It was utterly satisfying. That show is amazing, man. That, yeah, that shows me. So you you got to, you just finished season four. You're going into season five. Yeah, so yeah. The yeah. last part of season four. Remind me what happened. Um. So I know, like in a in the finale episode. Yeah. So Tyrion killed uh Tywin and Shay. Oh yeah. Uh, Lord Varit Varius is his name. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Went with him on the ship. Uh, yeah. for whatever reason, I, I'm assuming they'll probably explain that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next season and then i don't know what else to remember uh stannis and uh bravos went to the wall 
because of the red woman. I forgot like what I, I think the problem with the show sometimes it gets very overwhelming. So I, I literally have to remember like yes. one, one specific scene from like yeah. two episodes ago. Yeah. So that's why I kept having to re- like rewatch those like quick recaps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I said Ario is going to Bravos or whatnot. And then I'm trying to remember what else. The last thing we saw of Sansa was like in in episode eight, and then she's leaving with Lord Bayless. I don't know what's going on there. That's just weird. Keep watching. Yeah, and then <laughs> trying to think. Oh, Brianna Arya. Um, yes. Yes. Her interact like met for the first time. Uh, her and the Hound got into a huge fight. Uh, I'm assuming the Hound isn't dead because you know the, the rule rule of dumb is you know you don't see a character die on screen. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good they point. They may be alive or not. I mean, this show is unpredictable as it is. It is it, it is unpredictable. So, I, like, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to confirm or deny. Just keep watching Fair it. It, it, is a, it is It is. very, very good. Um, But you are coming to the end of it being good. Am I? Yeah. yeah. So, that, and, yeah. and that's the thing I, I want to, like, publicly address. Uh, I'm not watching anymore. And the only reason <laughs> is because. Uh, the original author George R. R. Martin mm-hmm. was is no was no longer attached to the show mm-hmm. after season four. Yeah, and we've spoken about this many times where there's nothing wrong with you know certain creator or certain directors, writers, etc. taking creative liberties mm-hmm. with the original source material. Yeah. But if you're totally abandoning it in favor of something, you know, worse, mm-hmm. then. You know, you're better off just adapting every element of, of the source material. I'll put it like this. It's still good. Season six is when it's like it's it stops being really good. Season seven is still good. Season those are season eight, right? I think, that, I think that's what it was. But um the last two seasons are just kind of like, you know, you know. Cover your eyes, yeah. but look at your fingers, type of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mean, last you know, season you don't need to see though. Just I, watch I was, what happened last season. I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna admit it. So after I finished season four, I looked ahead just to see what oh. the fuss was about. About I looked ahead and I saw season eight. I was like, okay, let me see. If it has ten episodes. They did six episodes. Yeah, and this is coming from like, like I said, there's a lot of stories I don't know. I, I don't know about yet. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm counting at minimum 10 storylines. Oh, I already know one that you've spoken about that is not addressed. Fully? Is it, is it like the Red Woman? I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell. Oh, but no, you can tell me because I'm not, I'm not going to watch it henceforth. But no, 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 no. Are you talking about the Nightwalkers? No, no, no. After, I will, I will explain to you after season seven. Oh well, I'm not, I'm not gonna watch it, so maybe I'll never know. No, watch watch up to season seven. Like, I'm serious. Like up to season yeah. seven is, is still is still is still watchable and enjoyable. Season eight is when it's a complete disaster. Yeah. Season eight was so rushed, and the 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 the, the thing that sucks about it too is we waited for a long time for season eight to come out. It was, what was a long the, time. Uh, oh, God, the I want to like, like how many years between? Seven I want to say it was like a year, year and a half, something like that. Of waiting between seven and eight, so it's kind of like you're sitting here waiting for this this 
climactic ending. And you just you get let down, man. You get let down. It's no, I know, I know what happens. Um, oh, you right? do? I do. Oh, why would you do that? Because I, I guess I had so the only reason, like I said, why would you ruin it for yourself? No, I want because I like I said I had no desire to watch post. Yeah, ruin ruin it after season seven though is my point. That's well, then I don't know what. In fairness, though, I don't know the events that lead up. To those scenes. Oh man! I know Arya kills it. Kills a Nightwalker for whatever reason. And oh my! to it, God, bro. Six or seven that John was supposed to be the one facing off against him. Make was made the most sense actually because he's obviously yes. part of the Night Watch and they're yeah. not facing off against Dress Dress from the North, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then they 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 literally get done with that whole like storyline in one episode. Yeah, when they could have easily yeah. had that last for three seasons, mm-hmm. that literally know, could have been real. three seasons, yeah, or, or four even, right? Because I'm yeah. assuming winter is like I, I can imagine what it's like. You know, remember, like even freaking um, Ned Stark kept saying winter is coming, mm-hmm. right? So winter is coming. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So is the entire world going to suffer? I'm assuming all seven kingdoms are going to have to come together to face off against this single threat, right? And that could like that right there, like the White Walk. I'm assuming that's the end of season seven. But like the White Walkers entering Westeros for the first time, mm. like getting past the wall, that right there literally should have led into like a four season epic. Literally. And he focused it's... an entire season on the White Walkers. Because the problem to this point is I don't feel the, like the White Walkers to me aren't very intimidating, to tell you the truth. And mm. in fairness, though, there's obviously a lot of scenes I, I haven't technically watched yet. Mm. But what do you have? Like, I'm assuming they're meant to be like these huge. This huge threat. Obviously, they're an undead yeah. army. Yeah. Uh, apparently, White Walker could have put a single finger up to a baby and turn it into a White Walker. Mm. But it's one of those things where you know, it like I feel like the show is better off as focus like center. Like I don't know, I don't know. It feels like there should be two separate shows. Like one that focuses on like the power struggles between kings or queens, and mm. then another another show that focuses more on the supernatural element. So I'm talking about dealing with brands. Sixth yes. sense, whatever you want yes. to call it. Yes. So the White Walkers finally entering Westworld for the first time. Yeah. And honestly, you can even put Kingdom Marys in that first show I mentioned. I know she, she obviously has dragons, but I'm assuming she killed two of them when she trapped them inside um, that cellar or whatnot. And then her mm-hmm. one that's still roaming around, you know, killing innocent children and sheep and stuff. So sorry, I know we kind of like linger on this. No, no, no. I, look, for a while now, but you're going to watch up to seven. You will enjoy it. I promise. Up till seven, it's 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 good. Even though they're not citing from the source material, it is still good. But this is the reason why I'm excited for House of uh, House of the Dragon because um, the showrunners from Game of Thrones are not attached to this project, um, which I haven't still haven't been able to watch the new that that first episode. But um, that's the prequel series. So. You can still you could technically watch that. Yeah, because they've sort of watching prepped this. in a bit of that history. Because I know like yeah. the Mad King was a Targaryen. I'm assuming. Yeah. The one that Jamie yeah. Lannister killed, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. is this is that show? Because I keep hearing the show set a hundred years before Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. So this this is dealing with like a whole totally different, gen- a whole different era of. Targaryens. Yeah. Back yeah, when dragons yeah. existed. Okay. Yes. I yes, got you. Yes, yes. But there's a chance they could 
like their their final season could lead up into. I think so. Like I'm I'm assuming they're going to go talk about the Mad King. I don't know about the I don't know what the 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 premise is of this show outside of it being a prequel. Right, right, right. And they're actually being black people in there. That's the that's all I know about this this new series. Yeah. So I, I'm not I'm not sure as to what path they're on with it, but I'm assuming we're going to see the Mad King in this series. So I would I would suggest watching it hand in hand. Because yeah. you might you're gonna get a different experience watching it like that than everyone else who has already watched how Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I I actually feel like going back and watching Game of Thrones after after this. I think after this season of House of House of the Dragon, I think I'm going to start Game of Thrones again. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But season we'll eight, see, man. Season eight is is done. I I that is oh my god, bro. I've gone back and watched different shows, like again, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Breaking Bad. There was something else. Um, Her better girl Saul is better than Breaking Bad. Is that one? I, else keep in your hearing, mind? I keep hearing about that. I have not watched Breaking Bad. Okay. I mean, uh, better call Saul. I I started it, and then I was like, eh, because I started it right when Breaking Bad ended. Like I oh, watched, like, Breaking, I watched Breaking Bad live. two years after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched it after uh, live. So once Breaking when uh, Better Saul called, Jesus, Better Call Saul came out. <laughs> um. I forgot some of the things that took place in Breaking Bad, and I was like, "Whatever." I I'm not really into. It. I watched like a few. I think I watched majority of the first season, and I was like, "Whatever." Um, that, that happened to me. I watched a full first season, but I heard season three is when they really start like interweaving. Yeah, they they had, had, of course you have to build up, and that was the thing that that sucked is that I, I was. I think when I started that. That's when streaming was already like coming into its. Oh yeah, yeah, twenty fifteen. I probably won that. Yeah, so I did. I did. I was like, eh, I'm just. I watched it some other time, and then I just never got into it. But my dad was even just telling me about it. You need to watch it. Cause I'm a big Breaking Bad fan. Me too. And then I watched El Camino, and I was like, y'all could have kept that. That was horrible. I did not need to see that. Wait, really? You didn't like El Camino? I hated El Camino. Why? Because e- this is supposed to be like a day, like the same day as the as a ser- as the series ended, right? Uh everybody looks fifteen years older and fatter. Like that the same day, bro. <laughs> be yeah, be prepared for Redder Call Saul. Um I'll I'll put it this way. I'm willing to believe okay. This is how I usually. All right, hold on. Give me a moment. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to defend it. This. There's no defending El Camino, bro. Okay, here's my here's my defense to it. Right, in the world, right, like in the universe or whatever, characters see a young Jesse Pinkman, but as the audience member, we see them as older. That's the only explanation. No. I know it's stupid. No, I, I forgot this. Good. I forgot that one guy's name. Um, but uh, uh, he looked like he was in his forties by the time, and this took place where everybody was like in high school, college. Like Jesse, Jesse wasn't even believable as a high school kid. You see what I'm saying? Like he really wasn't believable. He was kind of believable. He put a little scully on him and everything like that. Yeah, you, know, right, you could dumb it down a yeah, little bit, he... age him down. 
But as the series progresses, <laughs> he starts to grow a beard, you know, and it's like, all right, now he's college age. Cool. I can believe that. But El Camino, I'm supposed to believe that this is still college age Jesse? Or literally right after he escapes the compound? Yeah. Come on, bro. That's fair. So Come was on. that like your main, that was your main issue because it was sort of hard to break away it's from the hard to break away actors. from that. Yeah, I don't want to. I understand. Like El, El Camino should have been made eight years ago. <laughs> when he acted for young. When yeah. they looked the same. And I would have been okay with that. Now, at at his core, though, like, did you like the story of what they were going for? No. Like how the flashbacks were utilized. I didn't need it. Oh, okay, I didn't need it. I didn't need it. That was that was so that was like such a money grab. I did not need that. And 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 Brian Cranston is wearing a ball cap. Okay. No. Yes. Okay. Yes, that ball Come cap. Come on, man. Did not look very good. No. Apparently. No. No. But you have to admit that. that that movie was well shot. Well lit and well. It does not does not make up for it being like horrible. Well shot, well lit, horribly executed. That was not that was not a good movie. Wow, I will never watch that again. Did he talk to John about it? Because I think he, I don't know if he called Mm -hmm. it straight horrible, but I know he didn't really. I didn't talk to him about it. No, I didn't talk to him about it. But but I'm I'm sure he didn't like it because that was that was a waste of my time. I was literally sitting here watching it, and as when when the because I didn't, again I don't watch trailers, so when <laughs> when opening credits started, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I I didn't know this was to take place this, like right then. I'm thinking oh. this. I'm thinking we're, we're going, we're fast, we're we're, we're fast forwarding down Probably like the ten timeline. years. In the future, yeah. yeah. So I was like, that's why I was excited for. I said, like, oh, we can see what what's up, what's what's going on with Jesse. Cool, he got away. You know, he he's alive. Cool. But once I started seeing that this is the same day, the, the the beginning of the thing, I'm thinking, okay, this is a flashback. No, we're here. This is where we are. This is where the movie takes place. No, nah, so you would have excused it if they were older in flashbacks. Yes, I would have excused it because I'm like, okay, you know what? I get it. We're ten. And they also can't afford the aging effects. You, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that like they looked both the same in the flashbacks and in the present was off putting to you. Bro, everything was off putting. Well, everything was off putting, but distra- definitely distracting. Yes, yes, it pissed okay. me off. It it really pissed I me off. I, it really I, and I, so I don't even care what story they were trying to tell because I was so distracted by what I was seeing, I couldn't even pay attention to what they were trying to say. Wow, that's a shame. It was that bad. Hurt my soul. Well, then again, I, I caught the last one, part two, one of the worst stories in the past decade. So I think it's only fair. You, uh... Oh, yeah, I'm taking my shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was horrible. That was horrible. They did not need that. It just it just screamed uh, a, a money grab because they knew everybody that was a fan of Breaking Bad was going to watch that. And we did. I liked it, you know. Um If you like that, then you should have liked the gray man, bro. Like that's like the gray man had less mistakes than that. Whoa, whoa what? No, the gray man has no, significantly less mistakes no, than no, that. No, no, no. Like, I, I can't. You can't you can't ignore the aging aspect of this. Wait, what are you talking about? Of of, of oh, okay, El Camino. You can't you can't you can't ignore that and then go at the gray man for green for the green screen.
it's execution that, on that, both that's, that's a false that's a false equivalence actually because you're talking about like real life people versus a fake background you know what i mean bro it's it, execution on both ends that's my right, right so execution on both ends but with okay all right you can't you can't you can't be okay with this and, and not okay with that Okay, so the only reason why is because you have to take into account. I'm not sure like what the budget was for El Camino. We, we can look it up. You know, I'll look it up right now. I'll look at the budget Please. for El Camino and I'll look Please. up. We already know what the budget for Gray Man is. Two hundred plus million, right? So yeah. El Camino. El Camino is somewhere around there. I I guarantee it is. Because Brian Cranston ain't working for something. No, there's no way it is. It, it was it was literally six mil. No, it wasn't. El Camino. Was over, yeah, El Camino was a little over six mil. Well, it looked like it. What? No, all right. It all looked right. like it. No way. It looked like no it. shot. No shot. Yeah. If a two hundred million dollar movie, right, looks like, you know what? I think that's probably why they call it the Gray Man. Apparently, because their entire world is literally gray. Bruce <laughs> Brothers, I have adopted the style where color grading does apparently colors do not exist, and they tell mm. the cinematographers. Or whoever else is involved. Hey, listen, don't bother color grading those scenes because it's going to be very difficult for us to put in very poor looking visual effects because we're going to be working those artists mm. in the very last minute. You look at El Camino, right? Where they had limited resources at their disposal and they wanted to tell a fitting end for Jesse's character. We didn't it, it need it. We didn't need it. It, it. I'll put it this way it's not the story we needed, but it's the story we wanted. We I did not. Most- Yes. No, I, I think most people want Jesse to see. Bro, this SS guy Todd. Into his, to his I can't believe this. this. is like the first time we're getting into intense debate. I like this. This guy Todd. Okay, you remember him in this show? Yes, I I know you're. Yes, I know what you're referring to. He looked very different than he did back in the original. Very series. different. I'm he looked like his own father. I, I'm willing to forget it. I'm willing to. Forget How? It. How do you forgive that? <laughs> Okay, one, I'm not going to fault the actor for gaining a bunch of weight. I don't fault him for gaining weight, but what, you what, you could have shot this 10 years ago when he looked the same. But we can do realize six mil? Ideas, those kinds six of mil? ideas. Yeah, six mil. I think I think most Bro, relevant if, episodes are just gonna cost how much, but that's what I'm saying. If the movie costs the same as the show, you can't tell me that a year after the show ended, they didn't think about El Camino. Not necessarily, because like Aaron Paul wasn't like particularly interested. I mean, he obviously wanted to work with Vince, Vince Gilligan again. What the hell else did he do? Gilligan Need for Speed. Like afterwards, I yeah. Think Need for Speed. I, I can't remember his filmography. I know he's he's done like Westworld since. Westworld, think... you know, he's good in Westworld. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he's yeah, a bad actor. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm bad saying, actor, but you're saying, I'm like, saying he was done... available though. He was available at that point to do the movie. But Vince Gilligan probably because I think Vince Gilligan went straight into conceptualizing Better Call Saul. So his first instinct wasn't going to be, hey, let's make a continuation to the original series. Let's give the viewers added context as to how, you know, this whole story came to be. And you actually look at Better Call Saul, uh, or you know, whenever you do get a chance to watch it, because I'm about to do the same. I'm going to restart. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of feeling that certain aspects of Breaking Bad are going to be put into perspective. Um, and even though yeah, it is yeah, probably. sort of like make a very intense story, because we know the fates of a lot of these characters. Gus can't die. Mike can't die. Saul can't right, die. Right. But a lot of these new characters that are introduced, you sort of have to find a way for audiences to care about them, but also think, okay, are they dead or do they, you know, move on somehow? For you know, sure. Move away from, for their, sure. away from their life. And for sure. to my knowledge, I, I would say I can't, I, I don't like using other people's opinions to say if the show is good, but 
generally speaking, I've heard that the show has succeeded in that regard and crafting well-written characters. Yeah, but yeah. that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about freaking El Camino, which is a very good movie in and of itself. I'm not saying it's a no. masterpiece by any means, mm. but given that I'm assuming that Better Call Saul is probably in that million dollar, like in that six to let's say ten million dollar range per episode, I don't know what their exact budget is, right? It's safe to like, in my personal opinion, I think cinematography-wise, directing-wise, Vince Gilligan is one of the greatest talents we currently have. Period. In terms of sheer writing, directing, when he chooses to direct, because I know usually he hands it off to his other his frequent collaborators. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the film accomplished what it set out to do. It was to obviously to make get money. To, everything's made to get money. It just depends. Yeah, on it was a cash grab. That's my point. That movie was a cash grab. I mean, not necessarily. I'm assuming Netflix yeah, it was. was that was lazy as hell, man. I, I I have full confidence in saying that AMC or Netflix would have never made that movie if Vince, Gill- Vince Gilligan didn't want to. I oh, don't know sure, who but it was still a cash grab. Not necessarily. It could just be a way of Gilligan or even like Aaron Paul, for instance, like having a more cathartic end for his character. I'm sure he thought about Jesse, you know, God knows how long. And it's inevitable, too, that Jesse and Walter Wright were going to re- go- were going to appear and break in Better Call Saul anyways. That actually sure. do reappear. For so sure. it makes sense that perhaps like Vince Gilligan, okay, so why not? He's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe we can, maybe I can collaborate with Aaron Paul and let's come up with a story that doesn't feel like a cash grab. I don't, it's definitely not a cash grab because they could have easily meant it this. It felt time. like that to me. I, That's how enough. bad it looked. Yeah. It, visually, how, I, I disagree. Visually, no, no, no. Visually, no, I'm saying, oh. no, what I'm saying, like, Okay, cinematography is is different than from what I'm talking about in terms of the appearance of characters. Oh, my fault. I'm sorry. I thought you meant like visually in terms. No, of- no, 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 my fault. no, gotcha, gotcha. no. C- cinematography was was always it's always good in that in that world. Vince Gilligan, you know, he puts that world together very well. But Jesse and Todd look like their dads, bro. Like. Yeah, I just Jesse's friends somewhat look the same, but everybody else just they they, they got older. They look like they look like they're close to a midlife crisis. I, like, I, I don't I don't I don't like that. Not when you're just coming out of college. Not I not know. not the I, next I day. That does not make sense. No, I, I, but that maybe. that the disconnect between those two. Like I get the story It's cool. I'm not I'm, whatever. But the season, the series finale of Breaking Bad to El Camino, the disconnect of what 10, 12 years? No, that's not believable for the next day. That's not. That's just not. I can I can forgive the gray man over this. I can like no, no. Well, in in fairness, though, I don't think there's anything to forgive. You know what I mean? Like. The yes, there man. is. The gray man was the gray man was the, the the green screen was horrible in a lot of scenes. A lot of things did not make sense, but I thought it was it was like you know what? Okay, I can turn my brain off and just watch the movie and enjoy the action sequence. So you're willing to go That's on nice. record and say the gray man is better than El Camino? Oh, I will. I will watch the gray man again. I'm not watching El Camino ever again. All right. I can sit with my girlfriend and watch the gray man and be like, you know what? This is I, I can enjoy this. El Camino? No, babe, we're not watching this. <laughs> wow. No. Has she watched Breaking Bad? 
Uh, I, I haven't asked her that yet, but I'll 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 check with her see if she if she. Asked I think her. you need more opinions on this case on this case to see if you know. Bro, we could we could put out we could put out a survey, bro. Everybody's watching and listening. I'm willing to do it, please, because I'm actually curious because please. I've heard people hold that same complaint, but I think for the like, and again, right, like it, it's hard. I don't like. It's kind of hard to like find an exact number, obviously, because you go into YouTube comments, or, yeah, you know, comments on any social media platform, right? Yeah. For especially when it comes to Breaking Bad, I think most like most responses are going to be generally positive. But I'm sure like a fair for Breaking for like El Camino, definitely El Camino. You think you think? Ooh, okay. That comments were generally positive. Yeah, I would say so. People still complained about like the appearances of Todd, Jesse, etc. But I think like given what they were setting out to do and the actual story in and of itself, they were looking to. I, my understanding is I think most people were looking to ignore it all together and say, look, it is what it is. Nope. The actors can't de-age themselves naturally or miraculously. Yeah, but there's there's still time, you know? technology that allows you to de-age. True, but I mean, that's and six they, million dollars though, and they literally did, they, they, I'm assuming they didn't have a lot of money. They definitely didn't have a lot of money. How about this? You know? And th- this, this, is, this, this goes for life, right? If you can't afford it, don't buy it. So if you can't afford to do something well, don't do it. Don't do it. The movie was not necessary. I did not need to see that. I could I could have watched Breaking Bad and let Breaking Bad be Breaking Bad and then go right into Better Call Saul and be okay with Better, Better Call Saul. Like El Camino, El Camino was absolute garbage. So the reason why Flash. I think I'm more so trying to convince you is that with that being your main problem, you're probably not gonna like Better Call Saul because a lot of the actors look way older than they did in the original series. I'm sure they do. You know, you I'm know sure what I mean. So that, but, so, but the thing is, the difference is those those characters weren't high school kids. Jesse wasn't a high school kid. He was a high school Jesse, dropout. I think he was in. He was no. He was in. His yeah, but that's what. But that's what. Right? No, no. He, uh, uh, Walter White was his high school teacher. That was his. That was his science teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. I, you yeah, know what I'm saying? So that. like, going from there into into the finale of Breaking Bad. At that point, he's in he's college age. He's college age. So he's around your age, bro. He's supposed to be your age in El Camino. Does that not bother you? No. Oh, hold on. Let me look up Jesse Pinkman. Can I go age? Hold on. He Jesse may have been around like 24. Age. <laughs> Okay. Okay. He, oh, okay. He's supposed. To... Wait. Hold on. No, he's only he's fifty years old. Yes, that's my point. Wait. Right now, he has gray hair in his beard, bro. I kid you not. Wait. Hold on. Just one second. Because they're saying Jesse is fifty. What? No, that's not true. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul is around fifty. Okay, so my fault. So he would have been 24. At the start of Breaking Bad, he was 24. And then, yeah, so he'd be 25 on the break of 26. Looking like he, he, he it's time for him to go to, ha- to, to, to start working toward having grandkids and, 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 and you know, like living the, the next part of his life. All right. He looked like he looked like he should have been driving an RV at that point. 
it's is a is a is a personal opinion, you know. <laughs> the movie was not good, bro. It was I a think, waste of time. I don't know. I that was like a we... waste of time, waste of money. We did not need to see that. I was perfectly fine with believing he was in his twenties at the end of the series. Yeah. I was I... okay with that. Right. Because I it's... knew at that point he was around 35, close to 40. I'm like, all right. And we, we is... can yeah the, the thing is we can't really convince each other like it's one of those points where like it's either you like it or you don't yeah you know? because yeah. Both what you, everything you said is absolutely like i'm not disagreeing with you i'm yeah. just i just didn't let that let that affect my viewing experience because i'm aware of what the circumstances were surrounding the movie like you know what i mean this is not like we had now, COVID delays. That, that, that's, to, that's 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 my yeah. problem if we had covid delays back then like like around the beginning of breaking uh, of Better Call Saul, and and that's when they were trying to get everything going with with El Camino. I can understand it and let it go. I can't let this go right now, bro. Like no, no, no. COVID happened like uh, four Paul, years later. You, know, you meet Aaron <laughs> Paul one day and says, "Hey, what are you doing on El Camino?" If I meet him in person and say, "Hey, you know, do you like El Camino?" What, love you know, your work, El but I hate it, El Camino. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm keeping that same energy. I, 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 I respect I'm that. keeping that same energy. I, I respect that. Trash. I, I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. Because he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows it's bad. I, he won't admit it's bad. He, though. He, he, probably won't admit, he probably won't admit it was bad, but he knows he that, that, that was not a 20 year old kid. <laughs> 26? Come on, bro. No, I, I, I can I, show I, you I, a picture I, of what I like when I was 26. I didn't look like I was close to 50. Yeah. No, I respect that, bro. Because you already know a lot of people who like kiss ass. They're like, "Oh my no. god, I freaking, I, no. I, I love Breaking Bad as a masterpiece. El Camino is one of the best movies I've ever seen." Yeah, no, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not switching up. I'm not like, switching you know, up. No, listen, I, you know, you're a great actor, El Camino. No. Garbage. Yeah, Better. I did not. I did not <laughs> enjoy it. I I was glad when he cut the hair, the spikes out. You know, stop spiking the hair up because, you know. He, he shouldn't been that. He shouldn't been doing that after a while, anyway. So I, it looked like we were seeing a more mature Jesse at that point. Get it? Cool with that. Loved it. That's crazy though. What? But, but 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 like, father Jesse? We're talking about someone that who's who's who who looks like they're about to take their kid to college for freshman year. Like, come on, bro. Nah, I can't. I can't. I can't let that go. I cannot let that go. I cannot let and Todd looked like he was Todd Todd looked like a like 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 he was his own father for sure. I am not mm-mm. I'm supposed to believe he's this little ignorant little naive kid. That does not make sense. I'm so sorry, but I got I, I El Camino needs to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible execution. Uh, I, I respect it though. You stick to your you stick, you stick to your guns. I, I'm I'm shocked though. I kind of I did not. Yeah, I'm kind of lost worse to be honest. I like I really did. <laughs> this is totally different than what we were talking about. Actually talking about today, but this is hilarious. So it's yeah, yeah. perfectly well, fine. Damn, I I can't really I, I can't add. <laughs> not speechless to be honest. At least we're going to at least we're going to a movie we both like. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. I apologize. No, you're all hey, look, you need to give me back for the part two. You waited a month. This was months in the in the making. So yeah, and also you saying the Matrix Resurrections was good. 
Yeah, I, I was toying, I was toying with your uh with your content there. Yeah, so I I I got it. I had to get you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all right, guys, we'll uh we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and then uh, when we come back, we will uh do a review on 2014 uh film Whiplash. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Dwayne from Pastor Ox and Life's a Botch Podcast. I'm coming to you with a real dope advertisement if you got a moment. Can we do that? Peep this. Yo, you tired of that uncomfortable feeling with your undergarments? You, you know what I'm talking about. Like, literally having to adjust so it gets real comfortable in between the, you know, the real safe space. Or maybe just wedgies from it just going underneath, you know what I mean? All that, all that. Let's keep it in 100. Y'all know how I'm feeling. Y'all know how that feeling goes. Well, I want to introduce to you the ultimate solution coming from the number one premium and fit athletic wear just for you. I'm talking about none other than Champ Number One Boxers. Champ Number One Boxers is a black-owned underwear brand, okay? They literally specify in giving you the most top-notch, high-quality, premium, adjustable, and fittable, and totally comfortable undergarment wear that is just for you. Not only is it something that you can wear, feel good in, feel confident in, and love, but it's also high-quality, feels good, and on, most importantly, it is definitely fashionable, okay? Comes in a different, wide variety of so many different styles and themes to these undergarments. Something to make you look good, feel good, and swag real good in the process, all right? So, again, did I, did I get to mention that this is also a black-owned brand? It's a black-owned brand, y'all, so if nothing else, definitely go support that 100%. So, what I want to do is I want to tell you, Head on over to OTS Media Co. on all social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you go over, you click the link in the bios, it'll take you straight to the Champ Number One Boxers website. You can check out all their styles, you can check out their bundle deals, you can check out why this brand exists, what it's all about, and trust me when I say you do not want to miss out on the types of opportunities going on right now on the site. Champ Number One Boxers. Make sure you do it for the champ in your life if you ain't already doing it for yourself, champ, all right? Champ number one boxers, make sure you go cop those, all right? All right, all right. hey guys, uh, we are back with our feature sure. presentation today. Uh, and it's going to be on the film Whiplash, directed by Damien, excuse me, let me make sure I have his last name pronounced correctly damien chazelle yes and as followed is about a promising young drummer enrolling at a cutthroat music conservatory where his dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who has stopped at nothing to realize a student potential uh it stars miles teller and jk simmons uh in the leading roles and uh we had the opportunity to watch this film uh just yesterday and um we definitely we definitely had some thoughts yeah uh <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know. You just want to go ahead and jump into it, Derek? Uh, Let's jump into it, man. Yeah. What were you saying? What did you like about it? What were your dislikes? Have you had any? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. I, I So I found it weird that I have not been, I have not watched this movie yet. I didn't realize this came out in 2014. So um, that kind of threw me off. <laughs> I thought it was at least, I thought it was like 2016, 17, something like that. But I can see why it won so many awards. This this is just 
it was phenomenal. I will say, <laughs> I love J.K. Simmons, man. I love this guy. But there was some, there was some, uh, he let a couple of F-bombs go. Uh, you know, not, 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 hmm. Not so, not a word that would be uh, uh, socially acceptable in today's economy. Put it like uh, that. I, I know, yeah, I know what they're, yeah, yeah, I know what word you're referring to. Yeah, um, and uh, that kind of, I, th- I think he said it about three or four different times, and I was like, every time I heard, it, I was like, ooh, it's like, do you ever go back and watch movies or or listen to music, and and you hear that word dropped, where it was so. It's kind of weird because like like this this was recent to where this was just an acceptable thing to say. Yeah. Right? Like have you gone back and like listened to anything or watched anything that that they've they've said that and it kind of like hit you differently? Like, oh yeah, that's that ain't yeah, it. I, <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is less about me well, it's definitely less about movies, only because yeah. I feel like nowadays a lot of the movies I tend to watch are a commentary on what you're describing. Mm-hmm. And so if those words just so happen to show up, mm-hmm. they're done in a way that isn't said for the sake of shot value. Um, okay. Okay. And, but then again, I, like I said, I don't have any like the like immediate recollection of characters yeah. like using, you know, uh, derogatory words. Yeah. Um, I know like for, I actually picked up um like this huge like omnibus for dr doom so i'll give an example mm-hmm. and they use the word so apologies i'm not sure like how offensive this actually is but i do know it's it's a term that, that is deemed offensive the word gypsy i know isn't uh socially acceptable as much is it uh, at least to my knowledge and it, that like that word was written and used a lot in the in the early 60s yeah, yeah without yeah. considering like the harmful effects it, it has on uh, on this community so yeah it's sort of like interesting uh mm. to look back on how certain words were used like in scripts mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. even i was like oh like yeah. and that were used like in 2022 yeah i mean that scene is being shared all you know all, all over the internet but i think it mm. also in this particular case it was unnecessary you can certainly make the argument but given the kind of character Fletcher is, yeah, I don't think he's beneath using choice words to get a point across. Yeah, uh, as I, well. I found very interesting because that was something that, um, again, that's that that his whole character is 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 a character that, um, I'm not sure if we would see that in anything today. You know what I'm saying? Because um because of the fact that that he was so harsh and 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 uh, uh brutal uh to Andrew, uh that was one of the things that I, that that dynamic. But I will say that it was very interesting to see how much of an irritant that he was to Andrew to to push Andrew to being what he what he became, um uh which I think was his whole point. I, I think that, that was his whole point of I forget the name of the of the artist that he was talking about, um, but of a of of, an, of a musician that uh, that uh, was, Charles Barkley. Yeah, I think so. And and 
with a, a symbol was thrown in his head or something like that, and then he came back and 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 pushed himself to become greater and uh, didn't let it let that aspect deter him. Um, but it was so interesting to see that dynamic of of instruct or of mentor and mentee, right? Because you don't when you see like a mentor mentee relationship in films, that is not is not usually like this. Like the men, the mentor usually will push the mentee, but not to these limits. <laughs> he 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 pushed him to the limit where it was like bullying, and 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 abusive, right? It was like how do you how do you I think he even Andrew even asked like, what do you uh, 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 think the line is? Like, is there not a line that you come to where this is not acceptable? He's like, nah, because you wouldn't become. Yeah, <laughs> I think my my favorite but... line in the entire film is there are no two words more harmful in the English language than good job. Which I felt that I felt that. Yeah, yeah, I like it's see like it's it's. It's interesting because there are uh, uh, there are different um, personality types to where that kind of that kind of instruction is it works for them. There are other personality types that wouldn't work with. I, I was sitting, I was trying to put myself in that in that position. Like, if someone was talking to me like this while I'm while I'm pushing myself to the limit, right? Could I take that? Nah, and not 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 because of like you know my feelings get hurt. I couldn't take it because I know I'm just gonna react, and it, yeah. like I don't I wouldn't want to react because you saw that part where Andrew reacted right, like he actually tackled him and started beating. Like yeah, that nah, I, I would have done worse than that. I would have done worse, much worse than that. So yeah. I don't like. It's interesting though to see the limit that that Andrew could get to, because um, it's like like and I've been around drummers before, but like for someone to push themselves so hard to where their fingers are bleeding on the drums, that's different, bro. I've never seen something like that before. Yeah, I mean that's literally pouring your blood and sweat. Yeah. Into your craft. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think what the film was ultimately about is this obsession with perfection, right? Like, yeah. to what end are we willing to go in order to be the absolute best? Right. And I think sort of seeing Andrew change from this very, like, shy, quiet person um, into someone who exudes a bit more confidence mm -hmm. um, was sort of I don't know. I guess almost depressing to see, uh, mm -hmm. because you see in one in one of the, my favorite shots in the film where they pan in on his father, mm -hmm. and he has this like very like horrified look on his face, wondering like what does my son become? Like what has Fletcher done to him? On mm -hmm. uh, you know to make him, you know, like make him feel actual pain, like yeah. to, you know what I mean. Yeah. But in Andrew's case, I think he sort of adapted to that pain yeah it yeah, yeah. means that you know he can actually achieve perfection yeah you know and i think yeah i mean uh, yeah i mean this film was fantastic yeah fantastic. yeah i mean but Never like the, 
the the theme of it though is is what like it's it's striving for like you said perfection but like being the best at your craft like yeah. like what what are you willing to sacrifice to to get to that ultimate goal right like yeah. he sacrificed the relationship with the, with this girl that he really liked which took me back to to like when i first started like dating like that that whole that whole awkward that 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 exchange with him and her at the at the the counter right like uh 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 her name was Nicole i think um to uh to you know ask her out to just pizza and like you can see like their exchange when they're sitting down eating pizza like what's on his mind what's on his mind is being being great and what you know she was more so like laid back like you know i don't know what i want to do yet i'm just kind of like going through the motions of college to see what it is that i want to to study and you could see that they were just like total opposites right and the more he gave to her the less he was able to give to to his to his craft right and and it's like he realized that when he lost the uh the position uh, uh in the band and it's like okay nah i gotta let this go i got i gotta i gotta she she's she's not the one for me because i gotta i like you you need to have someone and that that's the, the very interesting part about this um of like when you're in a position to um to get your like achieve your goals like you have to have someone that's willing to ride with you right and he saw early on she was not someone to ride with him he, she was just someone that was going to distract him and it's like are you willing to actually make that sacrifice of what it is you want for what it is you are trying to achieve yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i mean are you willing to abandon like intimacy and at the expense of being lonely forever right right uh see, like his dad was kind of like that kind of part which is weird to say but like that's kind of like how i saw it like like his dad was that 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 I don't know that that balance that grounding type of thing for him because every time it was like things were starting to get hard that that's that's he's he's going to his dad right Father was at his aid yeah yeah his dad is right there for him uh he's he stocked his apartment like you know he's checking up on him and all that other stuff and and he's at these he's at these uh uh recitals or shows or competitions i don't know what you want to call them um but he was there every single time and even when at at toward the end where where fletcher really went off on on him that was actually very, I, the petty in me was impressed with that i am not gonna lie yeah the I mean, petty it, in me was impressed with that yeah. that was very well done seeing fletcher forcing to play a song play a piece of music he's Without, never seen heard or obviously played before but that was his revenge yeah like, you made me lose my job so i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make i'm gonna cost I'm you to ruin your your repertoire career yeah, yeah yeah and it was it was perfect but that was that was a that was the 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 throwing of the the symbol at his head type of the type of moment because he he took that left his dad hugged him and he went he was like nah i gotta go back i gotta do this yeah, and he went out caravan. 
bro, I I was impressed. I was like, you know what? Look, if you're gonna go out, you got you better go out swinging. I and here's the thing. I I do want to like comment on the editing and directing because mm-hmm. it is immaculate. Yes, and yes. As someone who who knew from, from the get go, this was uh Damien Damien Cazell's directorial debut. Was I it? am yeah, I am amazed oh. at the shots he accomplished. Um, but his editing choices were so precise. Mm-hmm. And purposeful, mm-hmm. especially in in the final uh, drum sequence, oh. where you see, oh my goodness! I mean, you, you see the symbol crashing. Yeah. You see like the camera panning, like you know, horizontally across the screen, like following mm-hmm. each member member of the band. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite moment was when the camera pivots back and forth with uh, with a oh, flex yeah. goes goes to Andrew playing back to him once again. Yeah, and. Mo- and under normal circumstances, you could have easily just done, you know, a bunch of overhead shots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, only close-ups. Mm-hmm. But what Damien does so perfectly is that he blends everything together. Yeah. Because he has those overhead shots. He does have mm-hmm. extreme close-ups. Because I think for us, like, I was, get, I was getting tense. Oh, me too. Like, I couldn't even imagine sustaining that tempo that was that long. crazy tempo. Like to see was... all the sweat and blood pouring out of his hands, yeah, was insane. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. like oh my goodness, like I, I, I think this is probably like the most tense I felt. It was, it was for the longest time. Yeah, and I, I was, I was waiting. I was like, when is this? When is this solo going to end? Because it was like. It was long, but to your point, some of the shots that he grabbed during that sequence, like he's going from, I, I don't know drums, so don't like. Neither do I. I <laughs> but he's going from, from like, he's cutting, like, 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 like not cutting, but um, uh, uh, switching between the cymbals and the drum, like, like every part, like, so you feel like you're Andrew, right? Like, you're yeah. going through all this motion and it feels so chaotic, but so like succinct. You euphoric. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was like it was weird because it's it's like you're going through all of this and you could feel the tempo speed up. And it's just like, yo, like bro, slow yeah. down. <laughs> like, and, and what, what the I, hell? <laughs> yeah, and what I love too, I and it is funny because all the main sequences were um where andrew plays i'm talking about like uh his solos mm. they're all edited differently yeah 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 they're meant to show different signs into how he's progressed as a musician or as a drummer yeah, yeah. as well so the end is pretty much very obviously that the culmination mm. of everything is learned from fletcher but mm. also you know um the fact that he still spent time and time again i mean playing the drums you yeah. know yeah. uh because, like I said, it's it's that obsession with perfection. Because mm-hmm. he he could have very easily, you know, set aside, you know, uh, his, his, you know, I, I would argue his hate for Fletcher, part hate for Fletcher, but mm-hmm. I, I think deep down he also has an appreciation because yeah, without yeah. you know being in Fletcher's band to begin with, yeah, I mean Andrew would have never, you know, um, kept that maintained that passion for drumming, 
Right. You know? Uh, yeah, and it, yeah, it's just I can go like keep going back and forth because you know, like this film has so much to say and does it in great. It does it in a great fashion. Like, yeah, it's it's astonishing. It's, it's it's again it's one of those things like you're able to see like what it actually takes to be great right like it's it's endless hours of repetition and 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 like i'm i think i'm moving away from that space of perfection uh being a perfectionist right i'm trying to it's so hard but as a perfectionist, that's one of those things like you're always trying to tweak. You're trying to figure out like how you can get better and, and what you need to work on, right? And that's all Andrew was doing. Like every, he, every time he's in the thing, he's just going, he's just going, he's just going, he's going. And, and blood all over, his, all over his drum kit, everything, just like sweating and all this stuff, right? But it's just him just playing. And I couldn't tell if he was in, 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 in his apartment at times. Or if he was in uh, 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 the um, with the studio, I couldn't tell at certain at certain signs. But like as a, as the movie progresses, it looks like he's in an apartment. But I was yeah. trying to think. I was like, how do you play the drums in an apartment? Like, does that like that's the one thing that annoyed me about this? Because like realistically, you're not playing drums in an apartment, bro. You're not. You just not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're gonna you you're gonna get so many complaints so fast, and at at at, at his obsession level, that's like that's like that's like a basketball player having wooden floors in their in their apartment, and just constantly dribbling, yeah, crossover. Like you can't do that, not in an apartment. Yeah, well, I, I think I think he soundproofed his room as well. You can't soundproof a floor, bro. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like if if and and I'm like I'm thinking about like is is he like on the second or third floor? Like like yeah, I, I think that also, happens. Yeah, I think in the opening scene he was definitely he was I I want to say he was playing at a school. He was definitely playing at right? school. He was definitely playing at, he was definitely playing playing at a school. school. I also love the opening shot because that was amazing. It's obviously, like pans down the hallway. Yeah, and it's obviously fun, like in many ways where Fletcher. Seeing well, right. it to you know uh, play away at the drums, um, something I I did want to ask because I, I think Fletcher was was honestly testing, you know Andrew's dedication mm-hmm. to the band, uh, but also wanting to see him reach his fullest potential. Yeah. Do you do you think he stole the folder? I do, and that's never shown. But I he was. He was doing everything he could to mess with Andrew. To to that was that was one thing, I, and I forgot to go uh, to like look back and see because I meant to rewind. But it was one of those things that that's what I thought too, is that he took the folder when when he wasn't looking as he was getting his soda, just to mess with him because nobody else is in the hallway. Yeah, and did you also hear the foreshadowing you said? No. The, the scene before he said, if I see one of these folders lying around, so help me God. No, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Something okay. Along lines. So I yeah. I think I think he purposely stole the folder to reward you know, for Andrew to earn that spot. I also yeah. love how that comes to fruition again mm-hmm. in the I wanna say 
Yeah, I think it, it would have been the second. Because I think how many competitions were there? There were three competitions, right? Three, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and then the third one, you know, was obviously where he says to him, "Don't." the only reason why you're, you're you know, you became a core member is because you misplaced. Yeah. <laughs> because you misplaced <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the one was like that where he was like constantly tormenting him. Yeah. And or even the time where he purposely brought in uh, Connolly or whatever. And yeah, he had to play, yeah. had to play double time. Yeah. And he said, you know what? That's perfect. Yeah. And then he immediately walked out. Yeah. Because, and like I said, I think he, you know, he saw something in Andrew from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, 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 go. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, because I think, you know, compared to some of his previous, I, I think, honestly, he reminded him of Sean. I think so, too. The one student who, unfortunately, yeah. who, who passed away and it was revealed at a later point that he committed suicide. Yeah. Um, because he had been suffering from anxiety and depression, um, potentially caused by Fletcher. Yeah. So I think, and obviously he gave that lie saying he he died in a car accident and said, but um, yeah, I, I think in many ways Andrew reminded him of Sean mm-hmm. because as soon as it, like he was describing Sean, like he was very like quiet, skinny kid. I'm thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure like this is. I mean, yeah. my my is like the physical appearance. I mean, this is pretty much who Andrew was. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So just, I mean, it, yeah, he looked just like 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 he was describing him for sure. It it it's. Wait, because when you have someone that that you're, you could tell from the jump that he was connected to Andrew, like off rip. He just didn't want to. He didn't want to show it because he wanted to try and push him to be like that great level. And I could respect the the the. I could respect the philosophy. The philosophy. I can't respect the method. Agreed, and I think like the the yeah. means by what like how he actually went about all that, it was disrespectful as hell, man. Yeah, like, you can still get that type of response from someone without going that far. Yeah, he and, went far. Yeah, and, like he was talking about his his parents. How? Oh, what's your mom? What's your your dad do? What's yeah. your mom do? Oh, and then he used it right against him. Like, like right, yeah, like yeah. two ten minutes, like ten minutes later, right, right. Yeah, like and I think in many ways that was purposeful because I think it he was wanted, he wanted to test sort of Andrew's, um, that's what I'm looking for, like Andrew's strength. Yeah, like, see like, how much he can actually take before he breaks down. Yeah, or if he's actually capable of breaking down. Yeah, and that's why he said, you know what, stop. Up right there, and I think if Fletcher's mind, he, he thought to himself, "Okay, now that I made I made him that upset, I can guarantee you he's going to be working his you know what off every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. So when the time comes and he ha- and he you know has to step up as a core drummer, he'll be ready. And yeah, yeah obviously you know came away with first place in you know one of the first competitions. So wild, yeah, his um. His methods were extreme, though. I mean, just the they way were. he talked down, even like the opening, like one of the uh, first scenes with him, where oh, yeah. he he was speaking to the trauma, like speaking to the trauma, and he said, "He was like, I- <laughs> this is like a terrible joke." What he said was a terrible, terrible joke, but he said, "Like, I- like, what are, you- what are you looking at? It's like there's there's no there's no Mars bars down Mars there." Mars bar, yeah. <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, are you? Do you think you're out of tune?" And he's like, yes. He's like, then why didn't you say so? Yeah. And then right after he leaves the room, he says, oh, and for the record, 
Um, you were out of tune, but he didn't know. Yeah. That's bad enough. But so, but see that like I that was that was very interesting. But yeah. you know what what made that part even more interesting? Yeah. What about the guy that was actually out of tune? Did he know he was out of town, out of tune, or did he just not fess up? He probably just didn't confess, more than likely. Because yeah, like that wasn't something that was formally addressed. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume he uh, he he got that (laughs) right away. (laughs) Because it was weird, man. Like that that was wild. That was wild. I mean, again. I can I can I can respect the 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 level, the intensity that he that he that he operated on. I just it's just the means by which he went about it. Yeah, yeah. that was wild, man. That was wild. I'm telling you right now, you talk about my parents, bro. Oh yeah, he said he was like he was, he was mommy left daddy. He is now weeping and slobbering all he over. He brought that up three or four times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we are. Uh, oh my God, yo! I had <laughs> he, he called. He literally called him a and I quote weeping willow, uh, shit stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as, like, oh my gosh! He threw out insults I had never yeah. heard before, man. That was just. <laughs> yeah, that was very interesting. I mean, but it would have been nice to, I think, also get uh, his background a little bit. Like was he military? Yeah. What I happened? Think, How did he get into music? True. I, I think for me, that'd be the least for me, anyways. That'd be the least interesting questions to have answered, mm-hmm. only because I I just like I just like the idea of someone. Be, I'll put it this way. There's no reason that we should know more than the characters because I think. Like what the character, like who the characters see, is who Fletcher is. Right. The only time we've seen him, sort of like, move away from that persona was in the nightclub, right? And Andrew yeah. and, and Fletcher are having this civil conversation. I'm assuming you know they've forgiven one another, forgiven one another. Um, mm-hmm. you know, after Andrew tackled them publicly on stage. Um, yeah. Fun fact though, uh, J.K. Simmons broke his collarbone during that scene. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, broke collarbone or, or or something else entirely. Uh, but he stayed in character though. So I, I think did. a lot of what he said was uh, he was like, he's like, get off of me, like literally, like, get <laughs> off of me, like, like literally, my collarbone is shattered right now. Like I need the medical assistance, you know. But yo, that yeah. See, I can respect because you didn't see the pain in his eyes. Oh, you saw the anger in his eyes. You eye. saw anger. Like, yeah. You didn't see pain, like yeah. or maybe yeah. he's angry at being at. You know, being in pain, you know, um, probably, probably. Yeah, I, I think, I guess, like to wrap up. I'm gonna be totally honest. Like, th- th- there's nothing wrong with this movie. No, to tell you no. the truth, like no. this may be one of the best films I've ever seen. It was, it was ve- very well done, very well shot, very well written, um, directed. Like every every element of this movie. Close. That's closest to perfection that you can get. Yeah, ironically. <laughs> ironically, that 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 is as close to perfection as you can get. I would love to have seen what the director cut it. Uh, what the director cuts were. Oh God, this would have been you know another thirty minutes of Usher Hurling insults to every member of the band. Bro. 
and, and like the level of dedication you get you, you just got hit by a by a truck bro and not not a pickup truck that's like that's like Heavy one truck. of those yeah. yeah like he got hit grabbed crawled his, out crawled out grabbed, grabbed his sticks and, and ran no, don't worry about it bro nah man nah <laughs> you're, you're done that's yeah nah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing. So I'm assuming rating wise. Oh, a five, yeah, five. Out of, this is like the easiest five out of five. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going five as well. This, this just it was just it was immaculate. Like I don't think I've seen a better. I mean, I said before. I think nine days. Is like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nine days up there, but like when it comes between this nine days, like. <clears throat> Both of them are obviously very different, but man, yeah. like, I think this was really the only true, like, the first two, really? Oh, no, sorry, my dog dropped something. Um, like, the first two perfect movies I've ever seen. Like, the, genuinely. Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to buy this on Blu-ray. No, most definitely. I need to buy so much on Blu-rays yeah. nowadays, and it's, physical yeah. media is just fading away. And Yeah, they're cheaper, are... too, but it's also, like... Yeah. It's it's just good to have a physical copy of it. I I got, I have the standard version and the Blu-ray version of of, of Dark Knight trilogy. Don't ask me why. <laughs> hey, do what you have to do, right? Don't That's my choreography. Why. It's fire. You it's know? literally just because of 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 uh the Dark Knight. That's it. That is that's pretty much it. But yeah, man, I thought uh, I had nothing else. To say about this, but it was a phenomenal movie. Loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, I would not mind watching this again. Oh, yeah, need to buy. I'm, de- and, I'm definitely gonna buy it. Yeah, and for anyone, uh, you know, who's listening or, or watching, um, uh, is is literally just came out on HBO Max. I want to say yesterday, because I did not see that movie. I was looking for the longest. Oh, really? The, uh, you know, where it was going to be, like where when it was going to uh you know come out on mm-hmm. streaming service but i'm thinking i might buy like a blu-ray or 4k version of this yeah uh, it, it's a beautiful looking film all things considered yeah yeah there's nothing you know? there's there's nothing wrong with this movie yeah and it, it, it ended the right way too like oh my god yes let's look the final like final finally finally get yeah. a movie it starts right and ends right i am like I'm, I'm with it that was very well done very well done very well done yeah man well uh i, I guess that's that wraps it up for today doesn't it yeah productive yeah. day we had, had our great... had a little el camino debate yeah man you can't ask for more. For we talked about prey <laughs> and uh and day shift so yeah i, I yeah. think this is a good good ass episode to oh uh, most definitely come back on most definitely most definitely and uh 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 let, might as well just go ahead and get everybody's socials bro yeah, it's gonna be Matt underscore T uh, twenty nine over on Instagram. Uh, but you can also find find me over on a new podcast I'm doing with a close friend of mine, uh, Peyton Barker. We're doing it's called Boom Squad, and we're just a video game podcast talking about video game news, talking about different types of video games. We're also looking to get into some new streams. So if you're looking to go ahead and, and watch or listen to something uh, different besides Realist, you go ahead and check us out. And um, as always, thank you for support here as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you can find me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Uh, but more so, again, please just follow the brand at OTS Media Co. All social media platforms. Um, and uh, don't forget to like, 
subscribe and hit that notification bell on, on YouTube. And uh, we thank you guys for watching and or listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, get well, Bianca. Peace. Feel better, Bianca.